when you are grateful, you recognize and realize what you have. You are humble. You are humble, but you are also hungry. You realize that you as a human being have limitations. You as a human being have not only limitations, but have the unlimited capacity to grow. You have unlimited capacity and potential inside of you that when you give yourself permission to be humble and recognize those limitations and be hungry at the same time, your life starts to evolve and transform because of the humility that you have. Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast, where we're going to be giving you the exact blueprint to reach financial freedom in 10 years or less, regardless of your age, your income, or your experience. You see, we believe that 97% of traditional financial advice is dangerous, misleading, or outright wrong. And we're here to empower you on how you can use money and cash flow as a tool to create, build, and live a life you love now rather than having to wait until you're 65. If you're ready to take immediate action, join us over at cashflowtactics.com forward slash podcast. All right, all right. Welcome. Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. I am so excited to be on the microphone with you guys today because it is my opportunity to bring to you the second solo podcast that I've done. Now, the intention of our podcast is to always have multiple different points of view around money, around financial freedom. But today I'm going to be bringing you a perspective that is necessary inside of the game of financial freedom. Now, for those of you that listened to the first solo podcast, I got a lot of positive feedback and I wanna say thank you. For the podcast listeners, I can't tell you how much your feedback means to us. Um, It really helps give us the motivation and the drive to keep this message going. Uh, So honestly, continue to give that, right? If there's questions that you have, let us know. If you like the podcast, rate it and review it. If you're a brand new listener, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show today, my friends, Uh, because today I'm going to be sharing with you a critical theme, a critical message to have success inside of your game plan. Now, this is the last thing that people would think about to have success inside of a game plan, but in my opinion, it is the most important aspect of your true success, not just in your financial game plan, but in your life, and it is the power of gratitude inside of your game plan. Now, to talk about this, you know, most people, when they come and they ask us questions about money and financial freedom in 10 years or less, which is what we stand for, you know, they're always asking us financial advice. Where should I put my money? How does the core four work? What about cash flow? What about net worth? All the things to do with money. And yes, those are relevant tactical questions. Okay. But in order for you to truly be financially free, it's going to require you to find and tap into something that is core to your success. And it is gratitude. So my friends, let's talk a little bit about this. Now, To really dive into this concept, I want to give you a little bit of a backstory. When we were first putting Cashflow Tactics together, you know, we were consulting with several mentors that we haven't had at the time. Uh, We were reviewing a lot of our notes and our studying and our journals over the years to really try to figure out how to put together a comprehensive program, a comprehensive system, and message it in a way that it has everything to do with money, but nothing to do with money, right? And and for those of you inside of Cashflow Tactics, you understand if you're taking action in your game plan that although we talk about the mission of financial freedom in 10 years or less, what we stand for is so much more than that, right? This is not about money to have money for money's sake. It's about living a purpose-driven life. It's about unlocking a potential inside of your life where you get to make decisions without money being the primary driver of why you made that decision. And my friends, that's that's where the message of rise up, live free came from. Now, we measure the success of that mantra inside of this uh, mission of becoming financially free in 10 years or less. But what does gratitude have to do with this? So as we were 
putting this message together. I had the opportunity and I didn't go to this musical with the intention of figuring out all the stuff that that came from it. But I went to a musical with my wife, a Broadway musical, uh, Hamilton. If you haven't seen that musical, it's on Disney Plus now. And honestly, listen to the rest of this podcast and then stop and then go watch the musical because you'll find so many really inspiring messages out of that musical. I know for me, I left that musical and I was like floating on cloud nine. I was inspired in so many different ways. But there was a message inside of this musical, inside of this song, where Alexander Hamilton was conversing. And this theme came up a few times, one with his wife, one with his wife's sister. And it came up a few times and people were constantly asking Alexander Hamilton why he would never be satisfied. Okay, Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. The theme of this song is, I will never be satisfied. Now, what does that have to do with being humble? Uh, Well, in my opinion, it has everything to do with being humble because when you're not satisfied, you realize and understand that your life has meaning, your life has purpose, and you, the individual, are just slowly, incrementally realizing what that purpose is day by day, action by action. And the more you grow, the more you realize how limiting you are acting and how, how small you are ultimately acting. And you'll never be satisfied because you realize and understand that you are capable of so much more. You know, one of my biggest fears inside of my life is arriving at that day when I die and meeting the person that I was destined to be, right? Meeting the Ryan that I was capable of becoming. And my fear is not having become that person, right? I hope I recognize that person. Maybe I'm so far away from who I could have been that I don't even recognize that version of myself. And so that's one of the biggest things that drives me and motivates me inside of my entire life. And that that is really at the core of the message of being grateful. Because when you are grateful, you recognize and realize what you have. You are humble. You are humble, but you are also hungry. You realize that you as a human being have limitations. You as a human being have not only limitations, but have the unlimited capacity to grow. You have unlimited capacity and potential inside of you that when you give yourself permission to be humble and recognize those limitations and be hungry at the same time, your life starts to evolve and transform because of the humility that you have. Now, this is really what I want to share with you today is how how does this concept, how does this message of humility impact your game plan? Well, inside of Cash Flow Tactics, you know, our number one thing is everyone has a game plan, right? An individual, unique, customized game plan, customized to the individual. Now, the game plan is based on core financial principles. And the great thing about a principle is it always works. It's an absolute truth. And when you find yourself not getting the results that you want inside of your life, it's a matter of humbling yourself and understanding where have I deviated from a principle and how can I course correct my behavior to get the outcome that I'm wanting. So where I find people have ultimate success inside of their game plan in becoming financially free in 10 years, and I'm going to emphasize this last part or less, is the level of humility that they exercise. Um, me, I'm going to give you a perfect example of this. When I first started in the game of, you know, what we do inside of cash flow tactics, I kind of had a, a puffed up chest. I kind of thought that I was big time. I kind of thought that I already knew a lot of stuff. Now, my results did not justify those feelings or thoughts. And I think a lot of it was a false sense of bravado. Um, but here's, here's how it worked for me, right? I had a master's degree in finance. Um, I was, you know, I was a big corporate executive. I was managing hundreds of employees. I had a six-figure salary. And when I first met up with my very first mentor in the game of real estate, I'll never forget. I'll never forget that moment when I walked into his office. You see, I was used to in the corporate world measuring success based off of credentials, based off of degrees, certificates, 
plaques of how much you've sold and all this kind of stuff. And for me, even though I had those things displayed on my wall, it always felt hollow. It always felt like it didn't motivate me. It didn't inspire me. It was just kind of the thing you did, right? And I'll never forget when I walked into my first mentor's office, um, his office was filled with pictures of experiences, right? Pictures with him and his family, with adventures that he had taken, uh, things that he had done. And for the very first time, I realized that is what I want. And um, sitting in front of Chris that, that day, I asked, I opened up, I opened up and I let him know what a failure I was inside of my personal finance. And that was really, really hard for me because I had lost a bunch. I had saved a bunch of money. I had lost a bunch of money. I was in a 401k. It wasn't working out. And I refused. I refused to acknowledge the facts of where I was at until, until I walked into Chris's office that day and I, and I found something inside of me that said, look, I want what you have. And I realized you understand and know something that I, I don't know. Will you show me how to do it? That transformed my entire life. Humbling myself, asking humiliating questions, humbling questions, and learning from someone that I acknowledge knew more than me. That was the first step to my success. And over the next year, my financial life radically, radically transformed because I was humble enough to, number one, ask, and humble enough to follow humble enough to follow the footsteps of someone that had achieved the results that I want. So uh, in order to talk about this concept of humility, I'm going to go a little bit deeper with you because it's important that we understand what humility is, okay? Number one, I find it's helpful to understand what humility is by looking at what it's not, right? And today, in the world that we live in today, um, I think humility gets a lot of false interpretations, right? I mean, we live in a social media world. You're listening to this on a podcast. Maybe you're watching on YouTube. I don't know. But like, look, there's this world where we can project ourselves to look a certain way, right? We can project ourselves to be humble, pious people, but maybe behind the social media facade, that's not who we are. So humility is not a, a fake sense of humility. It's an internal commitment. It's an internal drive. It's an internal feeling that is expressed outwardly in an authentic way. Uh, humility, nor is humility this... this um, you don't have to be someone that gets walked over, that's a pushover. I'm so humble that you just can tell me what to do. No, you don't have to be this, you know, this quiet little church mouse. That's not humility either, right? Um, you can be confident and humble at the same time. You can be firm in your commitments and your actions and humble at the same time. Humility has nothing to do with this false sense of modesty. So here's, here's the reality. You know, sometimes people look at people online and maybe they've achieved the things that you want to achieve. And maybe they're driving a car that, that is flashy, right? Or maybe they're living in a house that is, you know, bigger than the average house. And sometimes people look at that and say, hey, you know, they must not be humble because they're living in this house or driving that car or wearing these clothes. So look, what you do, you know, you, where you live, that doesn't necessarily mean positive or negative that you are or are not a humble person. So don't judge a book by a cover. And I think social media kind of manipulates humility a little bit. So that's what humility is not. So let's let's turn the coin and figure out what it is, okay? Uh, what humility is, is an internal recognition that you, my friends, you are capable of so much more than you might have thought or than you might have given yourself credit for, okay? So it's this internal sense of humility that I know I'm capable of more. And second to that, it's realizing that others, other people might have, might be smarter, they might be better than you, they might have more experience than you. They might have a different perspective than you. And humbling yourself to ask and be curious about that perspective, right? That, that path. Uh, humility is not threatening to someone who is humble. So, right, 
if you're humble and I ask you questions and you're a humble person as well, that's not a threatening thing, right? I mean, most humble people are excited to turn around and help the next person behind them, right? That's It's actually exciting when you find humble people that you, in a humble way want to actually learn, grow, and, and take action. So it's realizing that you are always capable of learning more, being hungry to progress to the next stage of your life. A mentor, someone that I like to follow, Ed Milet says, he talks about this idea of living in blissful dissatisfaction, right? And it's finding a way to be satisfied blissful with where you're at, right? I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm happy with what I've achieved up to this point, but blissful dissatisfaction, I know I'm capable of more. It's this internal drive, this internal sense of humility that I'm capable of more. So it's humble and hungry, okay? Never satisfied. Okay, so I want to transition a little bit now that we've discussed what humility is. I want to talk to you about how it plays out inside of your game plan. There's a book, um, I think it's by Carol Dwyer. I can't remember the exact name, but the book is called mindset, the new psychology of success. And I love this book because it talks about two different types of mindsets. And this, again, the undercurrent of these two mindsets is the concept of humility, right? It talks about a growth mindset and a fixed mindset, a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. So when you are humble, you have a growth mindset. You're humble to realize and understand that you're capable of more. You can learn more. There's other people who are smarter, better than you, and you do the work necessary to grow as an individual, right? You humble yourself and you grow. If you have a fixed mindset, it's kind of an internal sense of pride that, hey, I've done all I need to do. I've learned all I can learn. I'm good enough right here and I'm done, right? I have a fixed mindset. And inside of a game plan, right, of becoming financially free in 10 years or less, so much of what we teach you is the exact opposite of what you've been trained, taught, and educated to do with traditional finance. And a lot of people come to this game of financial freedom and, you know, because we marketed financial freedom in 10 years or less, they come because they're curious. But then when they come and they realize, A, that everything they're doing is wrong, B, that what they thought they knew about money isn't going to work and is never going to get them free, especially in 10 years or less. And, you know, they have to face these, these facts, right? They have to face them as, as uncomfortable as they might be. People with a fixed mindset look at them and they deny them. They look at them, they walk away. They look at them and they say, that's not for me. They look at them and they say, hey, that's too hard, right? And that fixed mindset takes them in a different direction, it deviates them back to the path of average. But when people come and they have this internal sense of humility, they have this internal growth mindset, they look at these facts, they examine those facts with their current beliefs and their current results, and they make a change. They make a change. Exactly what I had to do in the beginning when I sat down with Chris and I said, look, man, I've been saving. I've been working for five years. I had $100,000 in my 401k. It dropped like a rock in 2008. I don't know what to do. Show me what you've done, right? And when I asked those questions and I was willing to do the work, man, my whole life changed, right? So Having a growth mindset is really the undercurrent of being humble, right? And so I'm going to give you three steps, three steps to build more humility into your life and ultimately into your financial game plan. Okay, so step number one, I think this is, well, I guess each step is important, but I'm going to give you step number one. And I think this is the most important until I get to step number two, and that's going to be the most important. But step number one is having a vision. You know, I think one of the biggest challenges of traditional finance is there is no vision right? There is no dream. There is no, there is no way to measure your success. It's this very vague, arbitrary idea that one day, one day I'll have enough money. Enough money is never defined. And it's this arbitrary date that maybe when I'm 65, then I'll have enough money. And most people, because there isn't a really defined vision around the idea of financial freedom, they just kind of float along in life, right? And they have no way to gauge or measure their success because there isn't a clear vision of what they're working towards. 
So the first thing is, guys, give yourself permission to dream again. Like start asking yourself some very, very intentional and serious questions of, look, what if you woke up tomorrow and money wasn't the driver of why you do what you do, right? Would you still wake up and work at the same job? Would you still wake up and drive the same car? Would you still wake up and live in the same home? Would you still wake up and go on the same types of vacations or lack thereof? I mean, what if, what if money was not the primary driver of how you used your time? What would change in your life? Like start to have this vision, ask yourself what you want, right? It's really interesting when people come into Cashflow Tactics, for those of you that have had a game plan, you know, we pound you with this question over and over and over again. And it's interesting because the first thing we ask you is not how much money do you want or, you know, where's your money at? No, no, we start off with the vision. The vision is what do you want? And that sounds like a simple question, but I'm surprised over and over and over again, how few people can actually answer that with clarity, right? People have these vague ideas of what their dreams might look like. They want to travel more. But when you ask them, okay, cool, where do you want to travel? They don't know. They've not thought that far ahead. That vision is not that defined. So dreaming and having a vision is a muscle that must be exercised. And the first thing required for you to have a sense of gratitude is to have a vision that's bigger than your current reality, right? That vision will help give you a sense of perspective of where you want to go, and it'll start to expose the gap of where you currently are. Um, I'm going to give you an example of Albert Einstein. Now, what does Albert Einstein have to do with this? Well, Einstein's theory of special relativity, special relativity, let's see if I can even say that. Einstein's theory of special relativity was actually discovered as he was giving himself the permission to dream. In fact, in a book where they outlined how this vision was, was discovered, it talks about Einstein dreaming about cows being electrocuted. Now, he must have been dreaming about something pretty amazing to go from cows being electrocuted to the theory of relativity. But one of Albert Einstein's core measures of success and one of his key strengths was his ability and the permission that he gave himself to dream often, to allow his subconscious to just float away. And that's where he found some of the biggest inspirations and visions of his life. So my friends, do you have a vision for your life? That's step number one. Step number two, once you have a vision for your life, now that becomes your North Star, right? You're going to measure against that North Star and you're going to now have to get clarity on where you're at, right? In order to chart a course, we have to understand where we're going, but we also have to get very, very clear about where we're at. And this is another thing that a lot of people refuse to look at inside of their life and their game plan. Now, I'm going to call this the facts, okay? For the first time, for a lot of you, you might have to start telling yourself the truth about your finances. Now, that might sound harsh. That might sound easy to do. I don't know. But I know for me, I never actually told myself the truth about my finances, right? I made up stories. I puffed out my chest. I told everyone I was doing great. I said, hey, I'm making six figures. I'm saving a lot of money. I have a, you know, $100,000 in my 401k. But those weren't the facts, right? Yes, I was making $100,000, but I was lost. I had no idea how much money I was spending. I had no idea how much money I was saving. I had no idea how my real finances were actually working. I did not have a plan. I was unclear about the facts of my financial life. And I'm, again, amazed as we do these game plans with people, how few of us actually look at the facts of our dollars, right? If we're not paying attention to our dollars, I guarantee you they're not doing what you want them to do. They're floating away. It is so easy today to spend money on frivolous things. And when you look back over five years, over a decade, over two decades, what most people wonder is where did all the money go? So number two you have to start to get clear about the facts of your financial life. Where is your money going? Are you satisfied with where it's going? Is it helping you move towards a clearly defined vision? 
once you're clear on those facts, then you have to attach a feeling. The facts are mental. The feelings are emotional, right? For me, when I first started looking at the facts of my life and I realized, hey, the 401k isn't working and I'm going to acknowledge that I'm going to operate with a sense of humility to acknowledge that I don't know what I'm doing and can I get some help? I started to attach feelings to what I was doing and it it really filled me up with this drive, right? The facts by themselves were revealing, but when I attached emotion to it, that's when I found the drive to move forward. So, you know, I think it might be Tony Robbins that says this, but the experiences that we have in life, those are kind of meaningless, right? Until we assign an emotion to it. It's the feeling that we assign to the experience that gives the experience meaning. So as we're looking at the facts and we assign a feeling to it, then that experience will have some meaning for us, okay? So number one, have a dream. Number two, get clarity on the facts and the feelings of your present reality. And number three, then it's the focus, right? Then it's the focus of doing something about it. And this is where humility steps in, right? I've got a vision, I'm clear about where I'm at, and I realize there's a gap from where I'm at to where I wanna be. And the next thing is focusing on the solution. And you know, one of the best things to do here, my friends, you know, I messed around with this for a couple of years. You know, I tried to, I, I tried to find the solutions in books and podcasts. And yes, those helped me. But the reality of it was, it's hard to get a comprehensive plan in a podcast. Like today, I'm talking to you about gratitude. Now, gratitude is a key element inside of your game plan. But how you invest in real estate, I'm not addressing that today, right? And so, if you're listening to a podcast, it's hard to know how to move forward. And for me, I did this for about a year before I finally sat down with Chris and acknowledged my shortcomings and said, "Look, man, help me." And I tried to do it all myself. I thought, I'm going to read a book and I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to get just enough information and move forward. And I kept finding myself taking one step forward and two steps back, one step forward and five steps back because I kept bumping up against my own limited beliefs, my own lack of understanding. But when I shifted my desire, my focus to say, okay, I don't need to know what to do as much as I need to know who has done it. Right? Once I started asking myself that question, who has done the thing that I want to do? my entire world opened up. That's when I started to see and meet the people that were always there, but I refused to acknowledge them, right? I wasn't aware of them because I wasn't asking the appropriate question. But when I asked myself the question, who has done what I want to do? Then I found mentors that could guide me from tip to tail, from A to Z, all the way through the process of what I wanted to do. And over the last decade inside of my life, I can't tell you how big of a difference this has made in my financial life, in my business, in my marriage, in my spirituality. I've found mentors to help guide me because I look at the results that they've got. I humble myself and I say, man, you know something that I don't know. Will you teach me? Will you show me? So the three steps, number one, have a vision. Number two, get clarity around the facts and the feelings of your present situation. And number three, focus on the who, right? The who has accomplished what you want to have. Those are the three steps to increasing the sense of gratitude, this, this, like I said earlier, you know, with Alexander Hamilton, never being satisfied. Because when you operate this way, it opens up such an interesting perspective in life. You realize with every milestone that you hit, with every goal that you achieve, you know, inside of the game plans that we do inside of Casual Tactics, we set these 90-day targets. And I love, I love seeing people get to the end of their 90-day target because they accomplish or they make progress towards this target. And they've grown a lot. They acknowledge and they, they celebrate their success, but then they cast, they, they reorient themselves with their vision that they have and they say, okay, what's my next target? And they have to expose that gap once again. And every time you expose that gap, it helps you exercise the muscle of humility. Okay, I know where I'm at. I know where I'm going. Now, who has done what I want to do? What is the next step that I need to take? What mindset, skill set, what, what connection do I need to have that will help me 
bridge the gap from where I'm at today to where I want to be. So guys, that is the power of gratitude inside of your game plan. And one last thing I want to say on this, you know, when you're living this life of staying humble, but never being satisfied, uh, humble, but hungry, sometimes people ask me, well, doesn't that get exhausting? Doesn't that get just, you know, absolutely tiring? And I get that. I get it that that might sound like it's exhausting to constantly be acknowledging your shortcomings, acknowledging your weaknesses, acknowledging your lack of ability and building up those strengths inside of you. But here's the reality. I want to give you a definition of success, okay? Um, And this is one that's been very, very empowering for me over the years because, look, we talk about financial freedom in 10 years or less. We help you measure your success. Like all that is, that's just giving you a measuring stick because net worth, it's really hard to measure your financial freedom off of net worth because it doesn't really matter how much money you have. It matters how much income your net worth will provide for you. And when you start to shift your focus and measure your focus off of cash flow greater than expenses, now you have something to measure your success on, okay? But here's the reality. Achieving financial freedom is not really the measure of success. That is the permission slip to step into what success might actually look like for you. Success has nothing to do with the vacations you take, nothing to do with the car you drive, nothing to do with the material things that you have. Those are all just symbols, potentially, of milestones that you've achieved inside of your life. But here's my true definition of success. It's fulfillment of your true potential. My friends, this is the underlining theme. Gratitude, acknowledging who you are, acknowledging what you're capable of, and realizing and understanding that you, my friend, have a mission here on earth. You have a purpose that might not yet be fulfilled. And the fact that you are not living to your true potential is causing a shortcoming in the world. I want you to consider the possibility. Um, Look, what if, what if... um, Okay, so a couple of years ago, about well, a little over a decade ago, my oldest son had to have an open heart surgery, okay, to save his life, had to have an open heart surgery. And I remember as we talked to the surgeon and he, the surgeon told us what he was going to do and he talked about it so confidently, how he was going to open up my son's chest and he was going to take pieces of one part of my son's heart and use those pieces to close the holes in other parts of his heart. And he was talking about how he was going to do this and I was filled with this sense of gratitude for this doctor who had spent years developing his skills, his talents, and his abilities. So in the moment of my need, he could help me do something I was helpless to do for myself. Okay, guys, I want you to consider the possibility that your life, your talents, your abilities that may or may not be exposed yet have meaning to not just you, but to someone else. Problems in our world, they exist for a reason. Problems exist so you, my friends, can live a purpose-driven life. So you can find and exercise and live your God-given talents in the service of other people. And my friends, that is the true, that is the true definition of success. It's the fulfillment of your potential. So that is the episode for you today, my friends. I hope this helped you out. I hope this helped give you a different perspective of how gratitude, how living with this sense of blissful dissatisfaction, and ultimately what success looks like, but how all of this can help you move forward more confidently, more swiftly inside of your game plan to living a successful life. So my friends, if you like this episode, please do the one thing that's necessary. Do something about it. Convert the knowledge into wisdom by taking action inside of your life. And that is the payback that I love seeing. I love seeing the impact that you make inside of your life, inside of your family's lives, inside of the people that you know and inspire. Do something with this information and change your life. So my friends, Again, I appreciate you listening to the podcast today. Solo podcast number two down. 
can't wait to be back on the microphone with you another day, another time. We'll go from there. Thank you so much for listening to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. Do you want to connect with me and other empire builders who are on a mission to take control of their financial plans and become financially free in 10 years or less? Well, then join us in our private Facebook group where we get to go deeper into the topics of financial freedom. And it's the only place you can see the actual results of people on their path to financial freedom, learn what's working, and interact as a community dedicated to becoming financially free. When you join, you'll get immediate access to exclusive training in a private membership area. This training will empower you in your path to becoming financially free, and it will fast track your results. This is the only place you get access to this exclusive content. So be sure to join us in the Facebook group now. Just go to cashflowtactics.com forward slash group or head over to Facebook and search Cashflow Tactics to join. I look forward to you joining us next time on the Rise Up Live Free podcast.